Right. <laughs> so I'm now going to give a totally unbiased uh, presentation, as you can tell from the title. Um, so yeah, um, SVG is all well and good, but there, there is a very viable alternative. So I'm going to present kind of an opposing view. Obviously, I'm somewhat balanced, but I'll pretend not to be quite as balanced just for the purposes of entertainment. Um, there's basically three reasons why Canvas wins, in my opinion. Uh, one is it's very, very simple. And you just, it's very, very simple. You just tell it what to draw, it draws it. What else do you need to do? I mean, if, if you need you know, to learn a whole new language to draw a circle, then heaven help you. You might as well just call draw circle. I mean, it's, it's, it's that easy. Um, and because it is so simple, it puts you as a developer in much more control over what you're actually drawing. Um, and how it's interacted with the, the, the game loop and the whole thing, in effect. Every single pixel is under your control. But the real power of it really is because um, the browsers are helping you. So the browsers have whole loads of bits of functionality that help the canvas really work. And um, most of the talk is actually is about how you actually get from this kind of just a simple drawing thing to something that actually really is a full-grown application by using the browser's uh, help in various ways. Um, so I thought I'd start off with right, who I am. Um, basically, I've, I'm a founder of a company that's actually built on the Canvas element, strangely enough. And, and we are hiring at the moment. Uh, have a look at the website if you're looking for a job. Um, so the product's called um, Keylines, and it's a, it's, a, it's a kind of draft graph drawing um, uh, product. And so what I was going to do, uh, just, just a very short demo, just to give you an idea of what, what it is the company does and what we've made using Canvas. Um, this is a fraud data set. Yeah, so basically, uh, that, that's the kind of uh, pitch for what the company does. But the whole video is actually made using the canvas tag. So the whole video is just a screencast. All those animations are actually done uh, by animating bits of things from his there. So, so just to give you some idea. Um, so let's go back to the canvas tag then. So as I said, it draws what you tell it to draw. And the most important thing is it does it when you tell it to draw it, and that's really the key to getting Canvas Tag working really well. Um, it comes with standard primitives, like you know you can alpha blend, you can draw squares and circles and triangles, and uh, it does support text nowadays. Um, like a year ago, if you're looking at browsers like, say, Opera, um, it just didn't draw. It just said draw text, and it just said, oh yeah, I've drawn the text, and it didn't, didn't actually do anything. Um, the API is small, and it's very simple, and so, uh, it's very easy to understand, there's no languages you need to learn first. And not only that, the implementations of Canvas are really similar. So the Im implementation in IE is pretty, pretty much the same as the implementation in WebKit. If anyone knows different, then we can have a chat about that, because there are a few differences, but basically it's the same. And so you can really write one block of code and it will run everything. 
um, everywhere that supports HTML5 Canvas tags, which is modern browsers. So uh, the friends that, that Canvas has are the um, JavaScript engines. Uh, so unlike, unlike SVG, the calculations that are involved in positioning items has to be done in JavaScript. And so, because that, you know, that's your application, so you need a fast JavaScript engine to, to run it. And luckily, these engines, as we all know, are very, very fast nowadays. Secondly, hardware acceleration is, is crucial. Um, uh, before iOS 5 landed, iPads, if you tried to use Canvas on an iPad, it was a, it was a disaster. A lot of people really despaired at that point because they had this great vision that HTML5 was going to win, um, and it just patently just didn't. Uh, and uh, you know, companies veered off into the native, uh, into native code to kind of deal with that. Nowadays, you can do amazing things with uh, with iOS 5 because it's hardware accelerated. Um, request animation frame, I'll come to later, um, and and some of the other things. So, your your code is responsible for deciding where to draw things, and so you know your code's going to have to do geometry. Now. All you need to do in 2D Canvas is very basic A-level, you know, maths, really. It's simple trig. It's signs and coses and, you know, transformations, affine transformations. That stuff is really, really easy. There's nothing at all to be scared of. There's really nothing at all to be scared of. There's no excuses. You know, saying SVG can, you know, you just define your line and that kind of thing, that's great. But, you know, you can actually define that line. It's, it's actually not that hard, right? Um, but... You will have to do that. For animations, you have to do that on every frame. So that code that you write has to be pretty fast. Okay. That, that's the code that does the calculations. Then there's a bit of code that actually does the rendering. And that's done somewhere else. Now, you can get a handle on how fast that takes um, by um, looking at the next thing, which is request animation frame. But, um, you know... The bulk, in, in most complex apps, the bulk of the app is not actually the calculation of the geometry. The, bu the bulk of the, the, bulk of the um, time spent is actually in the rendering itself, even in Canvas. And you can prove that, obviously. Another thing is you can use all the, like say, the Chrome Dev Tools. So you can use the Chrome Dev Tools to find out exactly whether it's like text drawing that's wrong or a line drawing that's wrong or, you know, the things that are taking the time is pretty ob obvious when you actually look at it in profile, which is a big advantage compared to SVG, because it's not disappearing into some black hole somewhere, you can actually see that the draw text call takes 10 times longer than anything else, therefore you need to try and work out why that is. Are those called synchronous? That's right. When you call draw text, does it, yes. does it return after it? It returns after it, yeah. Done, yeah. Um, so, the, the, the key to it really is this thing called request animation frame. Does anyone, has anyone ever used this? Yeah, quite a few people could. Okay, so what it is is the browser tells you when it wants to draw, when it wants to draw, draw itself, and you you then basically do your drawing code into your canvas element. If you're doing animation, you have to time that, so you have to work out when you were last drawn. So supposing you were last drawn a second ago, hopefully that will be shorter than a second. But if you were last drawn a second ago, where if you've got some particles, where should that particle be now? Um, Actually, though, you may want to think about where that particle is going to be, you know, when it actually draws, right? So, so um, there's some really good articles on game loops that uh, these uh, the pro there's some you know game developers know all about game loops and how to work out where things should be at the moment that they're drawn for, for best accuracy. So, I'd recommend having a look at that. 
Um, you only really need to do this if you're doing animation. You just need to know how, long, how many milliseconds was it from the last frame to the current frame you're drawing. Yeah. So that isn't abstracted by SVG. Sorry, it is abstracted by SVG, uh, but not here. So you have to be aware of that, otherwise your code is not going to work very well. Um, this is a really handy friend. You can create canvas elements, and you can create as many as you like, and you don't have to show them. You can put them all over the place, and you can use this for the trick, which is a hit testing trick, which I'm going to show you. So this was a, a diagram I showed in the video. Underneath, uh, our app basically creates two canvases. In fact, it creates several. But um, in a simple case, it creates another canvas where every single thing that's drawn is drawn in a unique colour. Has, has anyone ever seen this trick? So, um, so there's a canvas that looks like this, which is the, what the user sees, and there's a canvas that looks like that in the background. And this saves me effort, because if I want to do a hit test, all I need to do is say, oh, where's the pixel? Oh, it just happens to be under this particular green colour here. Just that's a single call I make, incredibly fast, just to get a single pixel value, and then I have just a simple lookup table. So I know that that guy there is the CEO or, or, or someone else, right? So you, you, you kind of, um, it's not exactly double buffering, because that's more about rendering. It's just having a, a map of what you've drawn. And more than that, you don't have to draw that every single frame, right? You could draw that every fifth frame, every tenth frame, or only when, you, only when the canvas moves. And so, um, so that's just a really good trick. I mean, in practice, it doesn't take much to iterate over a thousand items. You know, that, in modern engines, it's not too bad. But um, why do that when you can just do it really quickly? And the other thing is, you can change the hit areas. So you, you, may, you may notice the lines are thicker in this one than they were previously. Uh, sorry. So here we've got some very thin lines, and here we've got some thicker lines, and that just means that you know we just draw. We can just draw what we want to be hit. Okay. So that gives you a wider hit area. So it's all kind of cheating, really. But this is what games developers do, right? They, they, do, they do this kind of stuff. We've got a lot to learn from games developers. I think. Okay. The other good friend is that if the image tag, so images can be drawn into the canvas, and if you've got any kind of sprites or any kind of movement, you know, you can just you can hold sprite maps in the, in the background and you can uh, take sections of those and put them on the canvas whenever you want to. Um, you're going to need to handle some basic image code, loading code, to make sure you've got all the sprites there, obviously. Um, uh, and what's, what's good about this is the next one, really. The images can be drawn into canvases. So you can have, um, say you've got, a, a, you've got three different characters in your game and they're, and they're different colours then I can, I can basically render those into three different canvases in the background and then black them onto the canvas that I've got. So all, all of it's just using these kind of bitmap techniques to kind of push, push what you want to draw up onto the canvas. Uh, it sounds complicated, but it's only really complicated when you're doing like animation work. Um, yeah, and canvases can draw inside of the canvases and it's a quick operation. Uh, I think this is the last one. This is this is uh, a bit a bit more of an in-depth uh, thing. Um, garbage collection. Okay, so if if on every frame you're doing a load of calculations, like you know you're working out an arc or a distance or some basic geometry, you may be creating a load of intermediate objects. Yeah, during that time, those intermediate objects are going to build up over time until the garbage collector kicks in. When the garbage collector kicks in, um, those objects will be collected but it will take some length of time to do that. And so you get a kind of, have you ever seen in the Chrome tools, for example, you get a sawtooth pattern, so the, the, the 
number of objects goes up and then suddenly there's garbage collection and then the number of objects goes up and suddenly there's a garbage collection. Normally it doesn't matter. But in animation it does matter because the garbage collection takes a time and it locks the browser. So to get around that you use object pools. So an object pool is just, um, it's actually a really simple uh, function if you like. It's probably about 30 lines of code. And all it does is it just keeps a list of objects around and reuses them. So instead of making an object every time, I just reuse one from the pool. And therefore I'm never creating objects. I'm just reusing the old ones. And so that means that the garbage collector doesn't kick in. right? And then I get really smooth animations. So that's actually, that's a pattern and you can, you know, you can read up on that if, you, if you're doing animation work. And once it's implemented, it's transparent. You don't really notice it anymore. Right, and then finally, just, just to rub it all in, <laughs> you don't need to fiddle around with the DOM. What, you it's just drawings, right? Why do you need a DOM? What's the point of that? I mean, I really don't get the point. I mean, that's just my problem with SVG is that I don't need a DOM to, to do drawings, right? Um, you know, I'm just drawing a circle, for God's sake. Uh, there's no new language to learn, so you don't need to learn all these uh, elements. Uh, no XML. I mean, I hated, XML. I hated XML anyway, so I don't, I'm really glad I don't have to use it anymore. Um, you can get images out. Of, of, the, of the thing uh, in PNG format. And there's a powerful thing you can do here. So you can um, not just take the image that you're looking at. You could create a canvas, you know, a thousand pixels by 10,000 pixels in the background and render your image out to that if you want a really high quality image. So you can do all kinds of games with um, the fact that you can create canvases and get images out of them. Um, and lastly, as I said, you can profile everything. So profiling is, that's, that's really what it's all about, really, the canvas. I'm trying to work it out. That's it. That's all I've got. So last, last talk. <laughs> so I'm happy to take any questions, but I probably will involve Tim, because uh, as well, you know, because uh, yeah. more about SVG yeah. than I do. I mean, uh, so. Far away. Uh, the request I'm from, you're saying using time, are you just rolling your own idea? No, the browsers, the browsers have them. Is it just the standard one? Um, there's a shim. There's a, there's a post by Paul Irish on this. Yeah, so it's that. That's what you're referring to. You yeah, it's, it's that. No, and, and, it, and it falls back on a timer loop at the end for, I, for older IEs. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm just curious where you're going with it in terms of the um, having a timer and knowing exactly where to insert it and things like that in terms of. Yeah. yeah, so the browser tells you when it wants to draw and you know, it tells you. Quite often, so you know, you, you know, it tells you often enough yeah. that you're going to get good animations. Yeah, and it's just the standard. I was worried I missed something. Yeah, no, no, that's that's exactly the standard stuff. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. so if, if you know you're only going to get 20 frames a second, then you, know, you might change the way you're doing something. And yeah, yeah, yeah. You can do that as well. Yeah, you can animate every other frame. Some people do that. Okay. Yeah. Um, the um, background, the coloured background yeah. idea. What, what was the purpose of that in terms of given that you know you're drawing everything on the screen anyway, you know where it is, why do you need that? Uh, because I don't like to do iterating over thousands of things as I'm moving a mouse. So you know what's from? You do, but you only know the pixel colour. And that's the same across all the other items. So, yeah. yeah so you, you, know, you do have some objects around. Sorry, you know the pixel location. Is this for a mouse? It's a, or a hover. So yeah, so if, imagine I'm hovering over, over John here, yeah. then I know the colour under that pixel, yeah. Yeah, that's you not know that location anyway. Yeah, I don't have to calculate every time. Yeah. It's also so, hit location in, on non-square objects. Yeah. It involves a lot of trigonometry versus 
in pure maths versus if it, you're just looking at a single pixel value, yeah. that's one that's one look like. So, so, for Point example, if, if, you've got a, if you've got a line, yeah, and you want to hit test on that line, which is slightly away from that line, yeah. then what you'd have to do is a bit of geometry to work out the shortest distance from that point to that line, yeah, which is fine, it's an easy bit of geometry, yeah, but then you have to do that over all the lines as well, yeah. and that soon builds up and it starts to get a bit sluggish, even oh. with modern browsers. Also, it's much easier to do collision detection. Yeah, so you can do collision detection like this as well, yeah. Yeah, that's right. So, you can collision detection you can do using colours. So different colours for different collisions on the other canvas, on this canvas. Yeah, so it's just quick. It's just to make it quick in the region. Yeah. 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 Have you ever run into any security problems with canvases, at least from anecdotal evidence? And it can be pretty tricky to get the images in and out. There is a couple of specifications that essentially lock the canvas if you pull anything. I never have actually, and I sell into the security market. Um, so I've never had any issues with that, uh, all, not, but, but normally all our, our assets are on that same server. As in secure, uh, security on the implementation level, because I know there is, there is a matter where... Never, never had it, no. I think if you, if you associate an image from another domain... Yeah, yeah you'll, you'll have cross-domain. Then, then you have one. And, and, and as well as the cams, I say you can't actually pull anything out. Yeah, so, so you, can't get, you can't get the image out if you've pulled in images from other, other yeah. domains, yeah. But Unless normally you can just proxy them. Has that ever come across as a problem? Not for me. Not for me. Maybe it's just the app I'll do. Okay. You were saying also, the thing is, you also proxy images so they come from your domain if need Yeah, that's the, that's the simple workaround. Yeah. Someone like pressed over there. So, in your event model, um, yeah. I mean, what, what kind of event model is it? Is there one? How does it, how does it work? Because you said that you, you just get the colour. Uh, no, you get you get all the all the events just because you're in the browser, so you get every single browser event <coughs> in Canvas. Yeah. So, so you, you get the coordinates as well. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So you get every, it's just another DOM element. So you get everything that um, you would do normally. Yeah. So all mouse downs, clicks, um, whatever, focus things. Yeah. You get all the normal DOM elements, uh, DOM events in Canvas. The trick is then converting that into the into what's actually being drawn. Yeah, so that's where that's where the magic. It's not really magic though. I've kind of showed how to yeah. do it. Yeah. But you use that shortcut, which I just hit, and then you can then use your point inside circle, point inside shape to figure yeah. out is it the top of the circle or the bottom of the circle yeah. or the text or this that, and the other. Whereas mm -hmm. in SVG, you get that for free. The browser tells you you've hit this circle or you've hit yeah. this. Yeah, that's this right. Thing. The other thing that's interesting is the Z order. You know, because the Z order in Canvas is the order you drew it. So. Um, so you're in charge of that, which means you don't need to do a, like Tim was saying, you don't need to take something out of the DOM, put it back in again, if I was moving something to the front. But of course, you do have a list of things somewhere that you're drawing in some sort of order. So you do, you have to manage that list as well. Yeah. You just basically, each drawer is just like, draw that, 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 that. Yeah. Well, that's actually one of the best ways you get good performance out. Yeah. You actually know we're drawing to the front, you know what drawing. You could, yeah, so some, some people, like, if in some systems you can just stop drawing stuff that's behind, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. you know, as you said, that's what takes all the time. So yeah. if you actually draw less than regressions, that's exactly it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So why you, I'm confused about this. Okay. Because you know what's in front. Yeah, but when you click in a particular point, yeah. <laughs> going back. Yeah. yeah. You've got the XY. Yeah, but you, 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 you might have to go through ten thousand items to do complex geometry, uh, which can, can take. 
thousands. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Can take a lot of time. So. I think maybe we'll take we'll take that one offline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah we'll, uh, <laughs> I know where yeah. I, I know where They both need better tech support right now. The tech support is, you know, it draws a bit of text they tell it to, but it's not going to do line breaks or anything like that. It's not going to, if you're writing Arabic or some other language, it's, you know, I don't know, not just not very confident about it. Enough? Pardon? Yeah, coming. Um, Boots loaded in the show. Um, head down to the pub now, so if everyone wants to just make their way down, uh, we'll be down in a sec once we've cleared the room up. So thanks again for the three speakers, and see you next month. Thanks for talking. It was really good.